yeah, this is the podcast that turns the health and wellness industry upside down so you can be your healthiest inside and out. I'm Dr. Neil Smoller, holistic pharmacist, here with Mark Tosico of RTD Fitness. We are here with episode number two, The Holistic Standard. Uh, hi, Mark. How are you, Bob? I'm doing great, Neil. Welcome back. We, did, we didn't get canceled after we thought that first episode. We <laughs> thought for sure. They wouldn't have us back, but we're here. I am fresh off of my European vacation to be discussed on Off the Record, but I have to say I ate way too much pasta. Mm. I don't eat carbohydrates a lot. I think I do the Cheeto diet. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not really keto, Mm -hmm. uh, but I try to take simple carbs and just carve them out unless it's booze and M&Ms. Like those are the only two Mm. exceptions I make. So I I don't know if that would be like a pescatarian or like a- I uh, think it's a moronitarian. moronitarian, Yeah, I don't know that that's a word. Understood. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, today's episode is the holistic standard. We are going to talk about my methodology for achieving health and wellness goals. And we're going to kind of set the stage and go in depth and talk about a bunch of stuff. So uh, first, I guess we'll start out with a little bit of background. You listen to our first episode, I hope, and understand what we're trying to accomplish. But here's kind of the whole- the whole story. So let's begin. Uh, I'm a real life practicing pharmacist. I think a lot of people understand that already. And I own a community pharmacy and I've owned a bunch over the years. And I'm my current store is in the most famous small town in the world, I would say Woodstock. I mean, we were in Bruges and talking about Woodstock and people knew exactly what it was. In fact, I was in Venice and bought a Woodstock t-shirt mm. while I was there, $12, cheaper than any t-shirt I could have gotten in Woodstock. Not knocking my friends, wow. but I'm just saying, like, I had to go Kinda to hurt, Venice. Hurting the local business. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, well, $35 it's expensive. But anyway, so, uh, you know, I, I've noticed a problem over the years. Uh, we've talked about this. Uh, people are trying to make the best health decisions, but they're getting lost in the mess and the chaos, as we said last time, right? Everything's overwhelming. There's too many options. They don't know where to start. There's too many products. There's too many protocols. You got to do this. You got to do that. And there's too many people, right? Too many experts weighing in on everything, and they all have an opinion about how it's got to be done right. And you know, here we are, the two of us, doing the same thing. Uh, you know, but whatever. We'll help you navigate that. There's a lot of noise, yep. right? And the the big thing that I hear from patients is how the advice seems to conflict. It's like constantly, you know eggs. Do I eat eggs or do they cause heart attacks? Do I drink milk or is that going to kill me? Right. And it's just like this back and forth, uh, between what seems to be, uh, uh, industries not making their mind up versus science changing or how the scientific media is reporting things. Right. And there's this interesting part to my business where there's like an inherent, almost hatred, if you will. Um, it was definitely a visceral reaction to conventional medicine, right? People that want to be healthy, that are uh, looking for wellness, um, often hate big pharma or they hate medicine. They hate drugs, right? Um, in fact, just today, a scene from the apothecary, a patient uh, had neuropathy and she was using a new medication for it. And she literally, the only reason it was working maybe she had some side effects because it's a new medication. Totally understandable. You know, she wasn't worried about that. She just didn't want to be on it because it was a medication, even though it was solving her problem. Right. Wow. And that because just because of that bias. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have this belief that doctors are just kind of, you go to see your doctor, they don't talk to you about any of this stuff and they're just trying to hawk pills at you. Right. And medicines are toxic. In fact, like, I think we mentioned this on the big mouth pharmacist, but like, 
even how these charlatans in the wellness industry talk about medicine, they make it as if they're toxic, right? They say pharmaceutical drugs instead of saying medications, right? But they don't say that the supplements that they're recommending are pharmaceutical, uh, unregulated, unsafe, unproven. They don't say those things, but, you know, they, of course, make that bias. And so it's in the language of that people are using this, this bias. And the big thing that I try to shine a light on is that because of those things, the overwhelming nature, all of this different stuff, the the wellness industry, the natural products industry, I don't even think it should be called that, creates this picture of good versus evil, where the the conventional medicine is the evil, they're the devil, and the natural, quote, because, I mean, it's got natural in the name, right? right? Uh, that's the, the clearly better option, right? Um, the other thing I noticed which is really kind of like uh, I think this is closer to my my actual mission is is relating to these people. There are some people that they feel that this holistic natural approach to things there's something a little left up there, right? Like there's something wrong with it, right? Is it just snake oil? You know, are, it can't possibly work. Like it's it's too easy. It's too simple an answer, right? And and are are these people just hawking? Are they just trying to sell me something? Right. right. Same as the other guys. Right. Exactly. Right. And so my answer is, yeah, absolutely. They 100% are. The, the wellness industry got really, really great at convincing people that of things that just aren't real. Right. And the products aren't natural at all. Um, they're actually far from it. They used loopholes in weak regulations to give people the complete opposite of transparency, whatever that word is. is that opaque? Is that what that is? Yeah. I was not good in English. Oh, I don't speak right. English. Well, and so, but anyway, they, they use this lack of transparency to sell you products that at best won't do anything, but at worst could have bad stuff in it and do bad things to you, right? Um, we talk about this a lot, heavy metals. They could have synthetic drugs in them. They could have contaminants that are left over in the the processing of the stuff, like solvents, like hexane. Could you imagine, like, I'm taking my turmeric with hexane. Like, do you think people would, would be up for this, right? No. And, and so the other thing that they, they convince you that we're in some sort of fake war, right? So this natural pharma thing, like, those are the two, they, they just want you to think that, you know, the opposite of irresponsible medication use is irresponsible supplement use, right? And the the big thing people should take home when they hear this kind of messaging is that they're the same, okay? Um, I have on my website something that's been cited by numerous other websites and, you know, like gurus alike, the 14 mega corporations that own your supplement brand. So most supplements are made by mega corporations that are mostly pharmaceutical companies, if not like heavy duty investment firms. Like there's big supplement brands that are owned by Nestle, right? And so Nestle is this big company. Oh. Uh, they don't have great corporate ethics, right? Uh, there's like Saudi nationals that fund a number of supplement companies, right? So it it's not this natural versus pharma thing. It's all the same. It's, it's, it's really kind of uh, creepy in a way how they're they're, they're kind of selling this bill of goods, right? And so for me, I think that we're all at this fork in a road between the paths that are here that are created by the same mega corporations, right? 
billion dollar industries the 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 conventional medical industry is flawed i'm not going to be the person that doesn't say that right uh there there's a big problem the other industry is this quote-unquote natural industry the wellness industry they're the same problem right and so we don't have to choose either path we don't have to believe this fake war there is a new path that will get us to our wellness goals that uses the best of both of those devils, neither are angels, and it's a path to true holistic health, and it's the way that you can actually live a longer, healthier, happier life. And for me, like, it's good to make people healthy, right? But mm-hmm. you can get hit by a bus. So right. today, if I could save you some money and save you some headache and let you know that you, you've got the right answer and you're not wasting your time and resources, that's a good short-term goal for me. Yeah. Right? And that's how I feel about stretching. You know, I talked in the first episode about the importance of flexibility and it being a key to longevity in life. And that's been proven 800 different ways. But that's the piece that I think people get caught up on is everybody wants to do it now and have it have the results right away and get that instant gratification. And so what you're describing, the path that you're laying out is a long-term life path. And so fitness is a similar thing. Nutrition is a similar thing. These are building habits and life skills that include the understanding that your wellness journey isn't I'm going to take this medicine or this supplement. It's combining those things the way you're describing. It's taking the best of that and taking that information, synthesizing it, putting it together and making it work for your body, for what you have going on. Everybody is different, but there there are very common things that all of us can do that are accessible, that are effective, and that get you to where you want to be. Short term and long term, right? But but if you don't, if you're so overwhelmed by all of this and just hearing us talk about it, like hearing Neil talk about supplements and and, and medicines, makes you my head asleep, hurt. Right. I'm just like yeah. I'm exhausted. Yeah. It, it's like exhausting, and so I'm very boring. It's he's super boring, and 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 but great hair, and I think that's the piece for me, which is we have to cut through the nonsense. We have yeah. to have these honest conversations, and and someone to say to you, you can do this. I think. You what? don't think you can, but you actually can, and we're gonna we're gonna stop, help you. Stop yeah. yelling at me! I'm gonna. No, you can do this, Neil. You can do this. I I uh, I think one of my favorite things uh, of the past couple years with COVID, somebody said it that Americans in, in particular don't want information; they want to be sold something. Yep. And so this idea of these industries that have created these kind of monopolies on uh, misinformation really, and these massive propaganda systems, uh, you know, they, they've gotten really, really good at playing on our fears and the idea that we want this instant gratification to try to just sell us stuff. And, you know, um, you know, to bring COVID into it, you know, since the beginning of COVID, I've been shouting from the rooftops, you do not need a supplement to prevent COVID. That's not how it works. You have to do the other things. And despite that, my closest patients that listen to hang on every word that I say, still bought zinc, and they bought vitamin C, and they bought all that stuff. And because there is this programmed response in us to, 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 to engage with these systems in that way. And what I want to do is I want to break that 
uh, thought process, and I, I want to make good on the broken promises of the health and wellness industry. And, and, and for me, you know, it's the same thing with my fitness company and my fitness approach, which mm-hmm. is making accessible exercise routines for people's bodies based on where they are, individual. And right, so because if we, you th- we're selling people Pelotons, and, and yeah, the people in that's the, like, what I was just you see say. Chris Maloney naked in a Peloton commercial, which is hilarious. I have not seen it's anybody a, it's hilarious. Naked. It's hilarious. Chris Maloney's naked in the thing. Who's it's, Chris Maloney? He's is this the, one of your friends? No, he's the Law and Order guy. You don't know who Chris Law Maloney is? Law and Order? Yeah, he's the Law and Order what guy. What are we no, talking no, about? SVU guy. He's, he's an SVU? Yes, he's the he's the bald guy who's got the... the um, Mar- what's going on Mershka Hargate. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. It's the same thing. So this naked guy, he's walking around doing the Peloton commercials. And is it's he literally naked? Yes, he's naked. The whole commercial. My uh, uh, Vinny Pione. Shout out to Vinny Pione. Uh, Sargati's native. Uh, film the vi- film the uh, commercial. It's a great commercial. It's hilarious. Why is he naked? <laughs> Can he, we not skip past that? No, he's just that's how he works out, and so it's part of the joke. It's hilarious. He's doing it in comedy. The the point okay. I'm trying to make is Jesus. it's not about Christopher Maloney being naked. Although uh, our female listeners are probably enjoying this discussion. What I'll say is, you have people stretch naked. No. Okay. What I'm trying to say is that. Is on a taint like you see Christopher Maloney, who's in a cut up dude, mm-hmm. and you say, I immediately am not going to buy a Peloton or do any of these exercises because I don't look like this guy. So for me, it was really important for me to see guys my size mm-hmm. doing body weight exercises to know it was possible for me. Right, when you were 400 pounds. When I was 400 pounds. Right. And so now I'm not 400 pounds, but I mm-hmm. still have that same mindset, which is if people can see that it's possible in the same way people can come to you and see that they can meet their health and wellness needs yeah. in different ways than what they, the programming, right? The programming is go out and buy a Peloton. The programming is mm-hmm. buy better or or cooler or more awesome supplements. Mm-hmm. That's not going to get you where you want to go. Yeah, it's take not. this cleanse, do it's this not thing. Do it. you like know, I see people all the time weight. and I see people all the time who are trying to lose weight like I've lost weight and all of the stuff that they try, the cleansing and the juices and the just this and the just that diet and the just the other diet, all of it's whack. Yeah. None of it's any good because you're not going to stick with it. You're not going to do it and you're going to stop after a week and you're going to feel terrible. And so- that is what we want to cut through. There isn't a quick fix for any of this. Right. You're not going to take a pill for 30 days. You're not going to do exercise for 10 minutes and feel the results. You're just not. And so we have to be honest about that. And I think what what has to be understood is that there is no one line answer either. And so when I kind of, because what I'm going to do next is I want to go through the big questions that we try to solve, right? And um, there's wrestling going on. Heavyweight You probably can't hear it, but like, I swear, like you used to do wrestling. I still do commentary. commentary. I still do, yeah. Which I should be doing because it seems like there's a main event happening. We're going to have to cut that into one of the off the record conversations, Mark. But anyway, so the the idea here is that I want to make sure that we have a system that addresses the problems. So when somebody says to me, I want to be healthy, that's not a one answer. There are three main components to that, right? And so, and those three components uh, are really like questions that I hear all the time. So, you know, one of them is like, what supplement should I use? Well, that's a, a bigger question, right? So like, what's going on with you? How is the supplement made? What is the data based on the supplement? What is the supplement actually giving you, right? So there's big questions there. So one part of the system is addressing the gap between the academic discussion about, let's say, fish oil and the products of fish oil that you can buy. There is a gap between those two things that we have to address. The second thing is, is like, so what do I eat? 
how do I exercise? How do I lose weight? Mm -hmm. And so this is the idea of how do I do dot, dot, dot in a healthy manner? What is the, the holistic approach? I go to the doctor and my doctor doesn't listen to me. He just wants to prescribe drugs. I want somebody that's going to talk to me and help, you know, look at my blood work and look at my diet and look at all of that. That's question number two or, or thing number two that we have to address. We have to come up with a, 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 a model for holistic care right? And have it be based on actual evidence and not just me trying to sell you consults or products or tests or nonsense, right? Yeah. And the third piece to this is how to make change happen. The thing that we've alluded to a bunch is that most of this is really about behavioral change. It's all in your it's all in your head, right? Mark is knocking you're going to hurt yourself. Please stop. I was told to not tap on the table so I'm tapping on my head. <laughs> Poor Just Dana. Poor Dana. Dana. She's going to yeah. be tired of us by the end of this. Right. So She's sick of us already. So it is not as, so if I say to you uh, you've come to me and I've like totally torn apart your diet and you have to eat this kind of organic chicken and then you need to have this number of calories and that won't work. And in fact, most of the systems that do create even temporary change in people are simple. Eat this cookie. <laughs> Stop eating fats, right? They're, they're simple. But there's a mechanism to actually implement lasting change in people slower, right? Yeah. And so the three components of what I call the holistic standard, the new standard for holistic care and supplement quality is answers those three questions. That's what the system does. So about supplements and supplement quality, a model for true holistic care, and the third piece being change. this change. How yeah. do we how do we actually get stuff done and make it last? Because that's the big problem is like we can make, you know, you were just saying you went to Florida yeah. and you, and listen, you're post gastric bypass and you work your face off, but then you just ate I, like a- I ate like a maniac person and mm -hmm. I felt great. And mm -hmm. I, I did that too in COVID. Like I got, I was like not feeling well. I didn't have COVID at the time, but I didn't mm -hmm. feel well. I just ate a bunch of Stewart's ice cream for a week <laughs> and it was incredible. I did it for a week. More chemicals I in sweat, there than a swimming pool. I sweat like a, cause I have this dumping syndrome from my, from my surgery. Dumping syndrome? What should it's we, called. should we have No, that's like, what it's called. And so what happens is- we have is, toilet paper ready? Well, what happens is if I have, if I have, um, if I have fried foods yeah. or if I have too much concentrated sugar, read um, ice cream. Yeah. If I have those things, I can tolerate them for about an hour. And then yeah. my body is like WTF, bro. And it just starts like sweating profusely. And yeah. so, and I, and I get like, it's hot and it's gross. I feel terrible. But sometimes it's worth it. Sometimes I'll say, I want to sweat my face off for this <laughs> so I know I don't. so that I don't do it again. Yeah. And so it reinforces, it's, it's a self-reinforcing thing. And then I go, oh, that's why I don't do that. But- you know, I don't do this perfectly. And I yeah. think that the piece that- You would have had no fun. I went to Bruges. Ugh. The fried food there oh is God. a whole nother level. I they, can't. The French fries. Ugh. So first off, they have Flemish beef on the French mm. fries with the meat sauce. Count but it. then they do, um, uh, they, they, they fry it twice sure. in ox fat. Yeah, that makes sense. To make it so it's super soft and then crispy on the outside. Perfect. It's unreal. I, I would make I, it I one bite into that. I would make it one bite into that. And, and then would, dumping uh, the, syndrome. The dumping syndrome. I would all down your pants. I would just be dumping in my pants and my yeah. face and I'd be sweating. It's awful. So I don't do this perfect. Neil is- Far like, from perfect. Like, yeah, what a, what at, a nightmare scenario. Yeah. And it's just hair alone. We're going to get into that. But mm -hmm. this, this is not about perfection here, folks. It's not about a perfect cure. It's not about the one way to do this. You're going to mess up. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to find ways to, to not do these things that we're going to tell you are very simple. You're going to find excuses for why it doesn't make sense for you to do them. 
what we're here to say and cut through all that nonsense is you can absolutely do these things. Mm -hmm. And if you take these three approaches and you look at these three different quadrants and you say, okay, these are things that I can look at and I can approach individually and then collectively, you're going to see results. And, and it doesn't have to be done every time perfectly. It can be done in slow buildup. It can be done in ways where you're trying these things out. You know, a little trial and error is good. You know, I, people ask me all the time, what kind of exercise is good for me? It's the kind you're going to do. I have a friend who yeah. lost 100 pounds walking, just body weight walking. That was it. All he did was walk. He lost 100 pounds. He didn't change much of his diet. He walked. Right. And so I'm all about what's going to work for you. If you don't get up in the morning ready to go, then you're not going to work out in the morning. Yep. I get up in the morning and I need to work out. That's my schedule. If I say to Neil, work out at five in the morning, he's going to have dumping syndrome in his pants and yeah. he's not going to be able to figure it out. It doesn't work for his life. So again, we're about practical approaches to these issues, not just go do it, not just work out, not just eat right, not just take a supplement. That's not going to get you there. We can give you all that info. That's just on a piece of paper. Yeah. It's not going to get you to where you want to be. That change piece is so important. So we're we're reviewing this methodology primarily to kind of set the stage so people understand where their head should be at when they are engaging with the wellness industry, but also because the goal of the podcast then is to support people on the journey using the holistic standard. And so there are like four main pieces to what we're going to do here beyond like the accessible stuff that we keep repeating, right? So the first thing that I'm trying to do in my life is reclaim this word holistic. A lot of people, when you say holistic, when you say holistic pharmacist, people's heads explode because how could you be holistic and then promote medications? How could you be holistic and say COVID vaccines are good? It's because the word holistic doesn't mean anti-medicine. It's because the word holistic means whole being, right? And the uh, a, a more uh, interdisciplinary approach, uh, looking at all of the possible things. Somebody comes to me and says, I want something natural for sleep. And I said, well, the most natural thing is camping. And they, mm. their heads explode they because, because they they want to follow the route. And, and then you're a pharmacist and you're just trying to give me ambient anyway, right? So certainly we want to reclaim this word holistic. The second thing that I guess like if I could take the second, third, and fourth thing and put it into one kind of catchphrase, when it comes to your wellness, you want it to be Simple, smart, and strategic. So simple, I want people off of your products, less people in your life giving you advice. You want to do more and take less. You want it to be smarter in that it's evidence-based. Um, conversation today at the pharmacy with somebody who um, wanted to take omega-3, which comes up a lot because it's considered one of my vital five, and the connection between Taking a product and getting the right dose, that's a really interesting thing. A lot of people don't think about that. Oh, I have to have a, a specific dose of a, a fish oil. So we want anytime to, when we interact with supplements, we want to make sure we're getting, or even any of the health and wellness, we want to make sure that it's evidence-based. Mark's not doing specific exercises that isn't proven to be beneficial. For thousands of years. <laughs> right. The yeah. body weight exercises that I do is stretching that has right. been done for thousands of years by people smarter than me who've had awesome lives. And right. so that's what I want for you. I want you to have that same thing. So we want you to know how much buy-in and energy you should be giving to something based on the amount of evidence that's available for it. That's what being smarter about your wellness journey is. And then the fourth, fourth one is the one that I'm like, Wrap, I'm 
tying my wagon to, I guess, is being strategic. So I'm a supplement strategist at heart. I want people to use their supplements in a strategic manner. What's the plan? What's the system? So that way, when Bob or Jim or whoever is in your life that has three-letter words, uh, names, uh, you know, recommends something for you to take, you say, well, how does this fit into my strategy? How does this fit into my plan to know that you're not just grasping at straws or just shopping for something? You have an uh, anecdote about supplements that I think we were talking about one time. I want you to kind of walk us through that because it kind of ties to this. Yeah. You know, it, it occurred to me when you were saying that, you were saying sort of people, you know, make decisions about their wellness and their supplement use based on just, you know, standing in a, in a pharmacy and somebody goes, oh, I took this and it helped me with this. And they mm-hmm. go, oh, well, I'll just do the same thing. I, my mom was t- was telling me just, uh, we were chatting and she said, you know, your dad and your uncle, so my dad's brother, um, who are genetically linked to me, obviously, um, and they're males in my family who are older, they had all of these prostate issues that, uh, you know, kind of went undiagnosed. And so for that, the doctor for both of them put them on saw palmetto. And so she, my mom was like- Which is you know, a supplement. Which is a supplement. Mm-hmm. And so my mom was like, you should probably look into taking that. That was all I needed. And then I just got a random dosage. I don't know if it's even right now as I'm sitting here, I don't even know if it's the right dose. I take it every morning. <laughs> uh, it, it, it was immediately effective and mm-hmm. it's been great for me and it's really right? helped me. Um, but it was trial and error. Like I didn't ask my friend Neil, who's an actual- holistic pharmacist, should I take Saul Palmetto? I just started pouring him in my face. And so how does that fit with the other, like I take bariatric surgery vitamins as part of my regimen. So I didn't say, hey, how's the Saul Palmetto going to interact with the 500 other vitamin things I got to take in a day? I didn't think about it at all. I just said, well, my mom said I should take it and it helped the other old dudes in my family. So I'll just do it. And um, if you, so if you think about it, a lot of people make these arbitrary yeah. decisions, like it's not really based on anything. And, and so while, yeah, sure, I've recommended Saul Palmetto before, I also know the other side of things, that if you don't loop your doctor into the idea that you're taking something that changes your body. In a, in a way that could be uh, too effective, right? Uh, I have a, uh, the, the famous patient story that I have is, um, you know, anytime somebody comes in to get any supplement, specifically ones that work very well, I'll say, make sure you loop your doctor into the conversation because you don't want to mask something bad. And this person did not do that. They took Saul Palmetto and it masked cancer, prostate cancer, and the patient ended up dying from prostate cancer because he was taking salt palmetto for so long, it had, um, you know, progressed long enough and the person died. And so, so there that's goes a, my salt palmetto right? plan. That's a, that's a dramatic, no, dramatic, dramatic Man, example of, dramatic. of what the, the bad could be when we're using supplements. We're arbitrarily starting pharmacologically active things. And we're not even talking about the fact that your salt palmetto brand, I don't know what it is, but it could potentially be contaminated with heavy metals or it could have, you know, a pharmacologic agents in there. Some of these, these companies in order to make them effective, will put in drugs, you know, and that's big in the sports category, right? So like the, the, you see that a lot, all the, the protein shakes, like how do I get so big? It's because it's got horse testosterone in there or nice. whatever, right? I so, wish they'd put horse testosterone in my <laughs> in your salt palmetto. palmetto. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. 
You're That'd poor wife. Oh, man, she wouldn't be ready for any of that. <laughs> She's already got to deal with all this. I mean, yeah, it's too much. It is a lot. It's a lot. I'm glad that it's, it's mostly audio for some people. Yes, you didn't see the that. flexing I just right. did. It was obnoxious. So I, I want people, when they're making any health and wellness decisions, to stop making them like we're picking a restaurant on vacation, yeah. right? We're not reading reviews on you know TripAdvisor. We're, but that's how people make decisions. Like, I'll go on the internet and go, hey, is this a good idea? And people go, yeah, it's a great idea. If you base your health and wellness around idiots on the internet, like anybody can have internet. Like Dana's got internet. Like everybody's got internet, guys. I am the smartest person. You are brilliant. But there's a lot of people who have internet that are actual more. Have you met everyone? Yeah. Have you seen every? Do you remember January 6th? People are dumb. And so there's a lot of really dumb people out there. And yeah. so that's the kind of thing that we're trying to cut through. Right. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a little commercial break right now, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the holistic standard more uh, in depth, uh, supplement quality standard, the wellness pyramid, and the one, two, three vitality system. And then once everybody kind of understands what this is, then we can move on with our podcast and start to kind of augment those conversations. RTD Fitness is a workout community that focuses on accessible bodyweight exercises for all fitness levels. Partnering with other top instructors from around the world, there are daily workouts and archive workouts through Project Mayhem. There's an app for tracking your workouts, nutrition, water intake, and for community support, and so much more. Individual classes can be booked or VIP access, the best deal in fitness, is available for a monthly charge. Search RTD Fitness on Facebook or go to the link houseoffortune.ca forward slash fitness.html. So here's the big question that I get all the time. It's like, what supplement should I take? And, and it's either what supplement should I take to help with some health concern, like my gut or for sleep or for my joints and not the weed joint Woodstock, like the actual joints in mm -hmm. your body. Yep. Or what supplement should I take to be the healthiest that I can be? And my answer is always the vital five. That's where we start when we talk about supplements. The five nutrients that almost everyone would benefit from. Snap, crackle, pop. <laughs> oh. And Mitch. Remember oh, that Mitch? Yeah, Mitch. Um, so these supplements are considered vital because we don't get enough from our food, even if we have awesome diets. Uh, they benefit multiple body systems, and they have some of the largest bodies of research when it comes to supplements. Those Vital five are omega-3, probiotics, bone support supplements, protein, and specifically collagen. I'm on a real big collagen kick lately. My and protein game is huge. It's on, it's on point? Oh, I'm yeah. glad to hear that. Huge. And multivitamins. That's the ah, five, right? So some people may already be on one or more of these things, but oftentimes they're not the right dose or the form. You know, they take their fish oil, but they're getting one-tenth the dose and spending 20 bucks, and they're, they're just not doing anything, right? So I ask people, how does your supplement stack stack up? Get a no-spin, one-to-one supplement evaluation with the holistic pharmacist, me, Dr. Neil Smoller, and in just 15 minutes, we'll create an easy-to-follow, science-backed supplement strategy that works for you. It's simple. You show us what you got. We evaluate those vital five supplements against a strict set of evidence-based standards, and then you get your personalized vital five checkup. Learn about my Vital Five or schedule yourself a Vital Five checkup at drneal.co forward slash Vital Five. Drneal.co slash Vital Five. D-R-N-E-A-L dot C-O forward slash Vital Five. V-I-T-A-L-F-I-V-E. Get 50% off with the coupon code podcast at drneal.co slash Vital Five. 
All right, we're back. Here we are. We didn't go far. We actually literally just clicked a button, and then we clicked another button. That was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Just letting you in behind the scenes, people. Wow. Um, so the purpose of the podcast, again, is to give the best tools and information to tear down the obstacles that the health and wellness industry put between us and our best selves. Very uh, concisely put, I'm sure, we're, we're going to blaze ourselves a new path mm. to true holistic care. And we are going to help you do that by laying out the holistic standard and then kind of, you know, like augmenting the conversation. So um, y- y- what does this mean? <laughs> so what does it all mean? <laughs> what, does it all what does all of this mean? Who are these people? Nutrition, right? What? So we've talked about it, right? Nutrition is a major component of the model for true holistic care called the wellness pyramid. Right. And the wellness pyramid is one of the three components of the holistic standard. I know, like I said, there's no one answer. I've never been able to simplify this into one sentence besides I think I have a good answer. Right. Like that's the one sentence I would say that we have here. Nutrition is clearly a huge part to your health and wellness uh, goal success. Right. Um, We we're going to be talking about this a bunch. Um, you won't really need a map uh, to navigate this. We're going to be talking about this pretty much every episode about how uh, nutrition is going to play a big role in your long-term health. Um, but, you know, if you like- want to, if you want to take a bunch of supplements and not work out and eat whatever you want, that's not going to work. Yeah. And so you can't do that. It just doesn't make sense. So calories, nutrition, science, fads and trends and how it like actually shakes out you know macronutrients bro we got to talk macros big mouth mouth pharmacists we talked about which diet which fad diet actually has some science behind it and like and now it's been two years so we can probably reevaluate that based on what's going on Mm -hmm. another one mark sitting right here physical fitness right that's another component of the wellness pyramid and you know it touches on a, we're going to touch on a number of topics uh, around getting fitness done properly for you, as Mark's been saying. Mm-hmm. And so Mark's going to speak to a number of those things. And, you know, there's just so much to talk about. So sleep, mental health, what supplements you should take, a supplement strategy, supplement quality, how to engage with these complex conventional healthcare system things, right? So how do you go to the doctor? I, I actually have a funny story because uh, in a lot of my conversations uh, via like blog and like videos and stuff I've done in the past, I, I clearly am advocating for people to engage with the conventional medical system. I thought the wellness pyramid was making a pretty big statement. The bottom of it is the lifestyle stuff that's foundational. To be holistic, you need to sleep well, you need to eat well, right? That's pretty clear. The middle, I always made supplements. Supplements came second to those lifestyle things. But on the top, which was very unique for um, a wellness practitioner, I said, you have to go to your doctor. You have to take medicines. You might have to get surgery, right? Conventional medicine was always part of it. It was always a small part of it. And I always advocated for that system. And then I had to go to the doctor one time. (laughs) And it almost turned me into a villain. I can totally see why so people... Take such uh, some people take such a strong stance against the conventional medical system. It's a nightmare. It's a effing nightmare. Well, um, so imagine navigating the medical system at four hundred twenty pounds, and Mm -hmm. you sit in front of your primary care doctor, who says to you, "Um, "Let's talk about stages of change." Okay, (laughs) you know you could do little things that would make your life better. Uh, Yep. Right. And so it's a little bit like what we're trying to do here, Mm -hmm. except there's this judgment that comes with that, which Mm -hmm. is like if I were just if I were just a little bit better, 
of a person. Yeah. If I were just a little bit better at life, this skinny old woman who's telling me about how I need to be less fat Mm -hmm. has no practical skills as to how to get me there. She's not talking to me about specifics. She's never been fat. She's never been fat. And so she doesn't know like how that happens and she doesn't know how to get out of it. And Mm so- I've been there and I'm Mm -hmm. here to help anybody, not just gigantically fat people, but anybody who wants to have a good discussion about the kinds of nutrition your body needs to function Mm -hmm. and not be less fat and figure out how to eat less cake. Like we all know what foods are good and bad foods and and I hate good and bad foods. So I don't even like saying that that way because Mm -hmm. any food is fuel. And so we can use that fuel effectively or we can use it. In, in the worst possible way. So you can fill your tank up with, with Skittles and you're going to run like a Skittle machine. And so if that's what you want, right. you can do that. But yeah. like that only has a shelf life. And so you, you're not going to make it you're, on any of these individual paths. You're not going to make it very far if you're not incorporating these other pieces. And right. so I'm I'm very critical of the, of the medical world. At the same time, conventional medicine gave me the surgery that I needed to get ahead of the game to help me have the tools that I needed to have the success that I've had. Right. So I, I haven't been able to do this without conventional medicine. I needed to engage that part of the world in ways I didn't like. And I was treated poorly along the way. Yeah. It's, a lot it's of not, times. It's, it's not, not fun, guys. It's not, it's not fun. It's not what you want. Not. And, and unfortunately, but you still kind of need it. it, it it's yeah. like, again, a little tangent. One of my new goals in our pharmacy is to somehow figure out this. Because we have a lot of people that won't go to their doctor. Right. Like, absolutely won't. They don't have a doctor. But they'll do a million supplements from whoever is Said it was whatever, a good idea. charlatan right. sure. is out there that's not doing anything correctly. So we need to be able to give people that reject the conventional medicine, conventional medicine, if because navigating it is difficult. So, you know, can we get a physician to come to our store to do physicals on people and do blood work at least once a year, if not twice a year? Can we do that? So that way they can at least talk to that person for those things that are important, but we can talk to them about the ways to like uh, change their health holistically like they want right so you know so the conventional system is a part of of this whole thing so we're you know that is is a big component mark what i want to say is that you know the just to backtrack because i did kind of go quick over the wellness pyramid is like the model for holistic care somebody comes into my store and says i have a problem i my i can't poop yeah. Which is a very, very common, common. more than you realize, right? right? Yeah. I can't sleep, sure. right? Um, I, I, I have allergies, and this is my favorite example. Cool. So somebody comes to me and they say, I want a natural option for allergies. And if I went to the shelf and just blindly gave them something, there's a lot of problems with that. What if in their house, in their bedroom, they have a hole in the roof and asbestos just blows on them all night? Right. I've just given them a supplement without considering all of the actual other environmental pieces to, to this, right? Yeah. Uh, what if they have goats and the goats sleep on their face. Sure. Um, all of these are tough questions real, that, real things that, that could happen. aren't being asked right. of people. So, so we, we want, when whenever we have a problem, we want to solve the problem. We want to kind of go through a stepwise process to say, what are the things that could be contributing to this problem? Well, and people will say to me, like, I don't have time to work out. And I'm like, well, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's what you've told me, and mm-hmm. I, I'm hearing you. Yeah, but that's not accurate. And so and so you have 15, 20 minutes to do body weight exercises every single day. Mm-hmm. You're not going to do that, mm-hmm. but you can. Right. And so and 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 if I were to say to you, hey, do twenty minutes of body weight exercises a day, it'll change your life. 
you're going to not do that and seek other options, like go to Neil and say, mm-hmm. I can't sleep. Well, actually, if you worked out a little bit, you could sleep a little bit better. If you drank water, you sleep a little bit. Like water is something we haven't talked about, but water is, I will I will die on the hill. That is you know, water. no need for death. Water yeah. is I the think, most important macronutrient that exists. Right. I'm hydrohoming is what you are. Totally. You know? I love water, and I, I'm sweating <laughs> I it just, all out here. In I just saw a tweet that said that uh, people will be uh, toxic about everything on the internet except for drinking more water. Sure. Right? <laughs> that's the one thing where it's like, you better drink water. And that's, and honest to God, I will smack... Anybody who comes to me and has Jesus, a problem, physically? I will say to them, yeah, I will, I will say, you're not drinking enough water. My <laughs> wife will say, I have a headache. You're not drinking enough water. Right. Literally, my solution to everything is water. It's water and sleep. Okay, guys, let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. Water Just and sleep. Drink water. Water and sleep. <laughs> working out. But again, but you've you've brought up a lot a lot of points. So right, we talked about how sleep is one of the lifestyle domains on the bottom. One of the things that if you improve your sleep, yeah. then you will be healthier. Totally. And but then there's the problem. Well, how do I sleep better? Right. And then we have to address all of the components that would make sleep better. Yeah. And so if we if we look at these things again, nutrition exercise, sleep, uh, mental well-being, and the exosome or the environment that we put ourselves in, that's that asbestos blowing in our mouths or the goats, or the on, our goats face. on our face. Yeah. We look at those and say, what are the, 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 the check boxes that I have to mark off to make sure that I'm doing it well, right? Mm-hmm. And if we do that, then we know that those things aren't contributing to the problem that we're having. So if somebody comes into me and says that I can't sleep and they are uh, drinking pints of water mm-hmm. at the wrong time, they're right before bed and they're getting up every 20 minutes. That's a problem. That's a real and problem. And they're not taking salt palmetto. <laughs> and and if if somebody says that I cannot poop and they're not eating enough dietary fiber, yep. you know, uh, true holistic care involves looking at these variables that contribute to the problem. So then the next move is saying, okay, so we've done those pretty good, but you know, I need some relief now, right? I need something. So I want to use a supplement or I want to use something to help out. And, and so the second rung of this wellness pyramid is this idea of self care. Right. And so but it's a great place to pause. Like, like just this framework alone, right? Mm-hmm. Like that first level mm-hmm. is, and we use the word accessible, but mm-hmm. That's the place where you can come in. It's doable, right? <laughs> These are the places where you can make active change. Right. And, and you can do it right now without talking to Neil, without yeah. talking to me. Mm-hmm. You can take a true look at those pieces before he ever starts handing you supplements, mm-hmm. which is for a guy whose job it is to sell you medicine, mm-hmm. to say, I'm going to talk to you about everything but your medicine first. Yeah. Is a is a is a radical idea. Honestly, I think, I think, and that's the reflex I want you guys to build. When you're listening to this, is like when 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 you're out and about, or you're thinking about your health problems and the stuff that you're trying to solve. It's not about what can I take. It's about what can I do. Can I? How do I take the thing that I'm at and take one step back? So when it comes to um, you know solving a problem, let's take one step back and look at the lifestyle domains and how they impact you. And then when you're in supplement land and you're taking the supplements, let's take one step back and say, how am I using my supplements? Am I using them strategically? And that's the big part of this second rung is the self-care. This idea that I can go into a store, I can go into a chiropractor's office, I can go to an acupuncture and I can do these things. Well, are we doing them strategically? So I'm going to focus on the supplement part because that's where I'm at. So this idea of like taking uh, the the only the supplements that have the best data to support them, only taking supplements that actually will impact the conditions and concerns that you have. And then once you've done all that, then you can take whatever other supplement that you want to take, right? So having a supplement strategy, that'll be a whole separate conversation. But as we've said, 
it's important to have this kind of plan. And then the the top is the, these conventional medical people. How do we engage with our doctors? Uh, like, how do we get prepared to go to the meeting uh, with our physician and what questions are we asking and how pushy are we going to get? And the idea of accepting medicine. Uh, that needs to be stated over and over again. Somebody comes to me and talks about osteoporosis. What they're saying is, I don't want to take a medicine because I've heard it's bad. I want a, a calcium. Meanwhile, calcium has never been shown to be beneficial. Vitamin D actually just had a, a release that it doesn't improve fracture risk, right? And reviewers time and time again have looked at calcium and its impact on, on bones. And sure enough, it's not going to improve anything um, for a population. For an individual, it may help out, but for a population, it won't. And that's a whole... That's a whole conversation. And, and, I'll, and I'll share a quick anecdote. My mom, you know, I, I was talking to her about just like- Is this all palmetto again? No, no, something? this is different. It's about her and her mental health. And so like she's very anxious. And so I was like, you know, maybe looking at- Dorothy like, Mantooth is a saint. Talking to your doctor about your anxiety might be a good thing to do. And her response was, I don't want to take Valium. And yeah. I was like, just the fact that you think people are getting Valium right now- mm-hmm is insane right like is this 1954 like <laughs> like you don't even know what the medicines are that exist right? right but this bias this bias mm-hmm. that exists right so if you go to your doctor and you say to them i'm having anxiety and it's hard for me to function in life mm-hmm. it, it, and it could be based on environmental factors it could yeah. just be that there's you're, a lot of stuff it's going ba- on. it's baked into who you are you know right. if you go to your doctor and you're already saying well i, I you know i'm not going to take whatever medicine they give me yeah. you're shot and so and so that for me is is a, again another real life example of how this stuff gets tripped up where you're not even willing to have the conversation with the doctor who could actually maybe help you maybe not yeah. maybe not and and but you're already it's it's you're shutting it off before you, you don't even know how there. many times i hear in a day that what do you have for blood pressure because i don't want to take a medicine now meanwhile what they're saying to me is that they want to take a pseudo medicine right. that potentially could be more dangerous but again we have uh, this uh, anti medicine anti medicine but yeah. we also have this pro wellness or natural product, um, you know, system that's been, you know, uh, you know, we talk about fake news when yeah. we talk about politics these yeah. days. Fake news was really perfected by the supplement industry, I'm, I'm convinced. Sure. 50 years, uh, and now it's like 70 years of propaganda yep. um, has really baked into, you know, people's, ju- you know, we I had a whole episode on vitamin C before sure. and how people just believe vitamin C works because the Linus Pauling Institute put out so much propaganda. Sure. People don't trust generic drugs because the makers of Synthroid paid scientists to cook up data to show that the generics didn't work. And so that was in the 70s. And that's still baked into what what we have today. And so, you know, there's a lot of misinformation that we need to kind of get through. So the wellness pyramid, those are the three components. This is a model for true holistic care. If you want to solve your problems, you need to do so in a strategic and simplified manner. And this walks you through each of those steps. So if, if one of our shows will be about sleep, and we'll talk about all those different components and how how you can, you know, use this wellness pyramid methodology. I'm going to tell you, go to bed early and nobody's going to want to hear it. Everybody's going to get I'm pissed. Not, People are going to call no. in. We're going to get user emails. People, the listeners are going I've to come. South Park so episodes mad. to catch up on. Oh I my think God. you should leave. I got, I got People are so mad. And it's, and you, the rage that people have when I tell them I go to bed early, the rage. Yeah. You should see people's eyeballs when I say, hey, I well, go to bed at eight o'clock every night. <laughs> they literally get mad at me. And it's like, how does this impact you? <laughs> you know, but they, they're so mad at it. <laughs> There's actually a word in Japanese. And I'm not too sure what it is, but it's like, um, like 
basically protesting uh, your day is essentially what it is. Like people stay up at night because they have had to work and do things that they don't like. Sure. That they're just so miserable that they want to stay up so they can feel like they've gotten their day back. And like that's a word in Japan. My buddy at work is like, if I don't take that time, I get no time in the day. Like he gets mad. And I'm like, I do that same thing Mm -hmm. first thing, just early in the morning. Mm -hmm. I get it out of the way because I know myself. And Mm -hmm. so if I don't do it early, I'm going to make excuses Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to do the thing I need to do. So if I don't get it out of the way, it's not going to happen. That's how I function. I understand myself. You have to understand yourself and what you need to be successful. And so, so that's, any plan that's has a to be good segue, Mark. Yeah. Actually, so we've talked about supplements and supplement quality and supplement strategy. We've talked about uh, the wellness pyramid just briefly like how we want to have a plan and how we, it's not just about like, what can I take? It's about what can I do and controlling those variables. So the last component is actually making lasting change in your life. And, you know, I said, there's no like quick answer to making change, but there is kind of a quick answer. So I call this one, two, three vitality. That's what I call this. I believe that in, if we want to go from where we are to where we need to be, it's a three-step process. Now these three steps are actually very big bins, but it's three steps. And this is how you should be thinking about any problem. So the first one is, you know, conquering the chaos. I keep using that term because it's just so awesome, but Mm -hmm. essentially where are we, right? So what what biases do we have? What are all the things that are weighing us down, standing in our way? Let's take stock of the supplements we have, the medicines we have, the conditions we're facing, our nutrition, and see what how much of a mess it really is, if we're being honest, right? Well, the honesty is the key. And yeah. If you're not looking at it from an honest perspective, so if I ask somebody, hey, what'd you have to eat today? And they're like, oh, I don't know. I probably had like a piece of bread. Mm-hmm. And they ate a whole loaf. That's not helping me help them figure mm-hmm. out some of their nutritional needs. Right. So and it's, so it's, it's honesty. It's, an, it's a real inventory. Because then you can really start to make change. So it's it's kind of like laying it all out and then, uh, I guess, uh, you know, really just understanding the gap between that mess that we all have. I have that. Mark has it. Understanding that gap between the mess and what we would want it to be. Right. But that's just step one. We don't want you to actually do much of anything in this phase. Whenever somebody comes to me and has a question about um, uh, nutrition, right? And uh, I'll say, well, what do you think is a healthy food? Right. And they'll start going off on like no GMO and free range chicken and, you know, vegan free fish, or I don't know what the terms are, right? But they'll start throwing out all this high level stuff. Extreme examples. And and what I said, no, no, what's a healthy food? You know, an apple is a healthy food. And what makes it healthy and understanding these basic definitions. And so in these early stages, in this first stage, it's about taking account and then getting an idea, moving towards um, what we want to be optimal. So in phase one of this, this conquering the chaos, I want you to know that you don't eat enough chicken and that you need to eat more chicken. You can technically in this phase eat gas station chicken if you'd like, (laughs) as long as you go from eating no chicken to eating chicken. But if you're eating gas station chicken already, then the next increment would be not eating gas station chicken and instead eating a slightly higher quality chicken. I don't need you to go to the local farmer's market and pick out the chicken you're going to eat and then draw blood work on the chicken to make sure that the chicken has all the hormones. Right. Right. I don't need that. That's not what we need when we're doing nutrition. It's just understanding where we are and what steps will get us towards that better place. And what a perfect 
perfect example of extremes. So mm-hmm. it's another example of how we take these things that are basic, simple ideas, and we make them more complicated because right. we don't believe that it's true. Well, that I mean, it's a that's simple solution. it's what it's what the narrative is yep. too. Like everybody talks about, uh, you know, like. Uh, optimizing. It's like the nerds right. have taken over the conversation, right? Yep. I'm all for somebody like you sure. nerding out on every little detail about the most efficient way to exercise. Yep. But as you said, that's not what works for everybody. Nope. What You just have to bend over, right? You yeah. just have to learn how to Consistently like- Consistently bend right. over. If you legitimately <laughs> squat a bunch of times, yeah. you're going to get better at squatting. If you bend forward- It doesn't forward matter that you're hang. doing box squats and goblet no. squats and you don't have to do all They just need to do a squat. There's so much, <laughs> there's so much discussion in the fitness industry about form and- mm-hmm. And, and it's true yeah, if you're you lifting it. weights mm-hmm. and you're like going to do something dangerous, mm-hmm. form is extremely important because you could really hurt yourself. Right. When it comes to body weight stuff, mm-hmm. any movement that you make that's a part of your range of motion will benefit you directly. Especially and, the farther you are from healthy. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even then, it's like I, ha- I worked harder as a fat person. Mm-hmm. As a wildly obese person, I had to work harder than I do today. Mm-hmm. That's a real thing mm-hmm. because my body works better now. Mm-hmm. And so it's more efficient. So it doesn't require the same level of commitment that I had to have at the front end. Right. So that in itself is kind of a, a, a mind screw, right? Like like that messes with your brain because totally. you've had to change all of this already and then you got to change it again. And right. so all of this is taking accurate stock of where I'm at at the moment. And that's right. what Neil's asking here in this first, like looking at it at every stage honestly about what am I actually putting in my body and and, and and is that something that's benefiting me right or is it taking me further away from where my stated goals are right so in step one we're not saying that you need to eat 1200 calories and you need to make sure that you have these macros we're not even thinking about that we're just saying you need to eat more what are you frequently doing now? Yeah. and you need to and so then the next stage is where we start to incorporate these more rigid goals. This is like the climbing the pyramid phase is what I say. This is where we look at that wellness pyramid and we say, okay, so for nutrition, these are your goals. We want you to lose weight. And like, this is a realistic goal. And we start to put in these kind of controls. We start to up the quality of the things that we're engaging with. And we start to do more. And the reason that they're split up like this is because this journey this thing is about behavior and things don't become habits overnight so i would much rather you take three weeks which is about the time it takes to really build a habit Mm -hmm. and and just again eat that gas station chicken four times a day as long as we are (laughs) we're keeping track we're taking stock we're being honest and we're moving in the better direction and then we can worry about that more advanced stuff later so and i think people are like they they use my fitness pal the wrong way and 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 apps like that the wrong Mm -hmm. way because they perseverate on it and they get stuck on i gotta hit this number i gotta hit these goals i gotta hit this or i'm failing or i'm or i lose there's like a there's like it's like a video game component like Like if watch like if (laughs) If I don't get my circles or my thing, it's like, bro, calm down. And and especially for people who were like in my position where I was so overweight and and so unhealthy, I want to be all right right now. And and that's- It took you a long time to get that fat, you know? And it doesn't, and it took me a while to get here. And so it wasn't overnight. And I think that's the piece that I think people are going to struggle with here when we have these discussions, which is they want to skip from that first stage of like, well, what's the inventory on this to like, show me how to eat correctly. If I don't know how you're eating now, and I don't get a good three weeks to four weeks of your meals, 
I am not going to be able to help you figure out where the problem is right. because I don't know where the issues are. Heck and yeah. if you're not logging it accurately, who are you lying to? Right. I mean, I teach entrepreneurs how to run a business, right? And they have the same thing. They want to skip to year three. Right. They don't want to do the hard things in year one and before and yeah. two and three. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a, a human behavioral thing. And this is where understanding the gap and building the habits, then starting to implement slowly the the things that would accomplish the goals. Then in this last phase, it's optimize and thrive, right? This is for the nerds. And I tell people straight out, you won't get here. I only put it in there for the the real diehards, the people that are like I, I'm al- I'm already I'm already super healthy. I'm already doing everything. Now I want to make sure I'm doing it perfectly. And I, I have to be uh, be honest, like a B plus in awesome. in in right. in life is incredible way better oh and like God. it's going to increase your 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 lifespan Everything. and it's and it's going to be uh, a lot easier to do than but again like you know we went to denver <laughs> and uh and i was actually no i'm sorry boulder and we were we climbed pike's peak and i couldn't even drive it because i was so out of shape i was sure. getting lightheaded yeah. and we're on the top of the mountain like hunched over ready to throw up because we're just out of shape yeah. and there's dudes jogging up there oh, right yeah. so those guys yeah. are the optimizers. ideal optimizers that are trying to like get into that optimize and thrive sure. thing and nerd out and we can help them yeah. but w- most people if we're if we're being honest yeah. don't need to be there and should not think like those people it's really about getting out of that first phase and then really just climbing that pyramid and doing those repeat behaviors and somehow figuring out for yourself how you make it not boring and whether that means just repeating the cycle as you and I were talking about, mm-hmm. I just went to Europe and I ate way too much, you know, cashew pepe, right? Yep. So like I just had too much carbonara sauce with the pork cheek and like it. it's yep. bad, right? Yeah. So uh, so now I have to reset and restart and, and rebuild. And so- Which is really hard, especially for guys like me who have extreme behavior issues, right? So right? like, so I, I'm an extreme person. I'm an all or nothing person. So for me, if I have a week where all I I do is eat Stewart's ice cream. Mm-hmm. In my head, I'm like, well, now all I am is the guy who eats Stewart's ice cream forever. Mm-hmm. That's not realistic, right? <laughs> yeah. But in my head, it's like, well, now I'm there. Yeah. So I'm, I might as well give up on the whole thing and go be 400 pounds again. Like, in that's insane. That's insane, right? Yeah. But but if you don't understand your brain well enough to know that that's who you are, you're not going to be successful in this. Right. And, and you're not going to have an honest conversation about where you're at. And so right. that's what we're trying to get to here, which is this is not something you're going to be successful at all of the time. But if you do it enough of the time, you're going to feel the results. Yeah. And I, that's the part for me. Not just that it's that it's, it's going to be an effective strategy, but it's one that you're going to feel good about. And yeah. you're going to feel like as you're going, you physically feel better. That was for me what kept feeding this thing, which mm-hmm. was at every stage, even when I was still uncomfortable or having trouble, my body felt better. And, and, and the flexibility gains, the strength gains are incredible. And right. for me, I wasn't just going to lose weight and then just be like a sloppy, like in shapes ish guy. I needed to lose the weight and I needed to build muscle and strength and flexibility. And yeah. so that was a choice that I made. Other guys have the surgery or, or women, everybody has a surgery and they don't necessarily focus on the fitness component of it. And you can see the difference. And so I didn't want to be like super sloppy in my body. I wanted to feel strong. And so I made choices about how I worked out so that I could feel that way. And right. so 
that's what we're trying to do here is help you get to that. Not where you're sprinting up the mountain, but you can walk up the mountain. Like I, I went on a, the world, the North America's tallest water slide when I was at the water park on, on my cruise with my, with my family. And I went with the, uh, a couple that was with us who had a daughter, my daughter's age. And so she went with me and we climbed to the, you have to walk all the way up. There's no elevator. Yeah. So you're taking stairs. So she had to stop like 27 times. I was rocking and rolling. Right. And you were rubbing steps. in her face. Too. And I was just, I was, yeah. I was a jerk about it, yeah, which makes sense. And I was just mm-hmm. like, wow, I wish you were a little faster. It's kind of annoying. Right. But I couldn't have made it 20 steps up those stairs. I was able to walk the tallest staircase to the tallest, and I'm watching these other slides hoping like they were the ones that I was supposed to get on. Nope. Yeah. We just kept going further and further north. Right. That's exhausting. Yeah. But it was incredible that I could do that. And right. so I never imagined a life where that was but possible for me. You, right. So, but, and what we're, you're saying, yeah. and what we're saying is that you didn't get that. That wasn't overnight. Two, that and was that was what two. I wanted day two. And right. so I understand the thinking, which is I wish I could do that day two, but you're not. And that's and let's be honest about that. Right. It's okay. So I think we've accomplished our goals. We've laid out this system, right? And we've said how this is going to help people. And now I think we start helping people. That and sounds amazing. I think we're done talking about talking about this situation. I think next week we start, let's just talk about supplements because that's what, kind of where we start. So we'll start bringing that in. And Should and I bring like, my salt palmetto? You can bring, why okay. don't you bring your stuff? We can I'll look at your bottles. I'll look at my bottles. Yeah. We'll run through my bottles. I'll run, I'll once, you see, once you see my gastric bypass medicines, I, think, I wanted to get you to make me, I told Neil, no. I was like, can you make me those vitamins? that I get because I'll buy them from you and he's like I don't even know don't half want, the crap I don't want to actually There's leave like your eight, vitamins at home the you should see my, my gastric thing. bypass meds they're no. the, like the 6,000% of whatever the thing is I yeah. take it four times a day I mean yeah. the stuff I'm on Neil it's yeah. wild I know that's a whole other <laughs> discipline you sure. keep those at home I I'll will. bring mine in okay good alright so that's it for episode two of the Woo! podcast nailed it yeah we did uh, so thank you so much for joining us. I'm Dr. Neil Smoller, holistic pharmacist. Please do us a favor. Share this podcast with your friends. Subscribe to it. Check out Off the Record. It's pretty dope. It's hilarious. And then, you know, we'll catch you next week. Until next week, be well. Be well.